Welcome everybody to the OCW Review. Follow us online at OCW Review and follow the company at OCW Online for all the latest for Ohio Championship Wrestling. Covering today the Dustin Batdorf Invitational 6 in Canal Fulton. Kicked things off with the National Anthem. Followed by a speech from Dale Batdorf, who's the father of Dustin Batdorf, who passed away from a... Uh, Heroin overdose, and that's what this event was all about, was raising awareness for drug addiction. Um, there were also some words from Bill Tiny Lawson of the Warriors Project and Randy Baker of the Akron Bible Church, letting the crowd know about what they do and thanking everyone for coming and supporting the cause. Um, I'd like to take a second and say to everyone, uh, if you know someone struggling with addiction, help them. Uh, depending on who it is and their personality, is going to determine how you should go about helping them, but don't ignore it. Uh, this isn't happening to just the people that you think it would. It's happening to people of all different economic classes and backgrounds. If you know someone and you don't know what to do, contact me, at OCW Review on Twitter. I'll put you in touch with someone that can help. Um, the Master of Ceremonies for the evening, from the PVD podcast, Mr. John Orlando, who just did a podcast with uh, a Marilyn Monroe lookalike, Katie Kinlock. So check out that podcast and subscribe. That's the PVD podcast. Our first match was Big Bear Benjamin Boone, accompanied by Ripper Blackheart versus Robbie Superstar, personal favorite of mine. And you can follow Benjamin Boone at Benjamin Boone, the number one. And Robbie is at Robbie Star with two R's, 117. Boone starts off by uh, snatching a Money in the Bank suitcase from a child and holding it up as if he had earned it. I don't think it gets any more classless than that. Uh, next out is one half of the OCW Tag Team Champions, Robbie Superstar. And as always, a crowd favorite. People love him. They always go nuts for him. Boone's talking a bunch of trash to start the match, acting like a loser, uh, takes some cheap shots and slaps at Robbie whenever he gets the chance. And Ripper Blackheart is pacing outside like a rodent, looking for scraps to eat. What a sleazeball this guy really is. Robbie starts to take control with multiple hip tosses to Boone. <laughs> Boone manages to get to the outside and hold up the money in the bank suitcase again. Disgusting. Robbie maintains the upper hand on Boone, including 10 punches to the head in the corner. Crowd loves that. And then Greaseball Ripper Blackheart distracts Robbie, messes up his timing, and Boone is able to dodge his next attack and get in a few moves on Robbie. Just as Robbie regains the momentum, he's distracted again by Blackheart, so Boone can cheap shot him. Ripper Blackheart chokes on Robbie while the ref isn't looking. And then Boone gives a devastating body splash that gets a very close two-count pinfall. Boone applies a chokehold that almost puts Robbie to sleep. He starts to regain, and Robbie chants erupt from the crowd. Robbie starts to come back when Boone is able to and Boone is able to fend him off, deliver another devastating slam, and gets another very close two-count. Boone then applies the third sleeper in this match. Robbie regains again, which was unbelievable. Boone applies a tree of woe to Robbie and takes advantage of the opportunity to apply unprotected offense to Robbie. Then tries to suplex Robbie, but Robbie fends him off, knocks him to the mat, and delivers an unbelievable superstar moonsault to Boone. One, two, 
and Ripper Blackheart distracts the ref to stop the pinfall. Boone tosses white dust into Robbie's face, and Robbie can't see. Boone then delivers a devastating, unprotected uh, punch to Robbie's head that puts him out for the three count. I couldn't believe it. Big, ugly Boone celebrates like a goon. I, it makes me so mad when these guys cheat to win. But that's the way things went down. Next up, we had the Peaks of Perfection, escorted by Coach Nick Hahn versus the PM Experience. Flex is on Twitter, at FlexJordan81. And the PM Experience is on Twitter. Marino is at the Mind of Marino. And Philly is on Twitter, at Collins underscore Philly. Peaks of Perfection came out with ugly, smug looks on their faces. Coach Hahn grabs the mic and insults the fans. He's a very angry person who seems to have some deep-rooted, unresolved childhood issues with his father, but that's another story. PME comes out with the positive energy and gets the crowd dancing to the music, putting smiles on everyone's faces. I swear, the scowl on Brandon Field's face is enough to make 100 babies cry. I'm convinced of that. Wrist locks and headlocks are exchanged. Momentum bounces back and forth. Fields is taken down for Philly to tag in and deliver a front flip onto Fields. Coach interrupts the match. Field makes a fake tag to Jordan, but the ref doesn't see it. He only hears it. Jordan puts Philly in a headlock. Shortly after, delivers a leg drop to Philly's head and gets a two-count pin. Delivers a splash in the corner and distracts the ref while Fields chokes Philly in the corner. Fields tags in, lifts up Philly for a nasty drop kick from Flex Jordan. Goes for a pin three times and gets a two count every time and then throws a childish temper tantrum. <laughs> Unbelievable. Delivers a neck breaker and gets a close pinfall. Fields maintain, Field maintains control and tags in Jordan and then tags Fields back in four seconds later. Fields gets a two count on Philly, takes him to the corner, and delivers slaps. Philly then counters and finally tags in Marino, who builds steam and, and then delivers a big cross body and gets a two count. Fields delivers a drawbreaker to Marino, tags in Jordan, who tries to suplex Marino, but gets reversed into a stunner. Fields then tries to interfere, but falls over the top rope onto the floor. Philly then joins Marino in the ring to deliver an amazing double finisher. One, two, three. The PM experience is victorious. These guys are going places. I love watching these guys. High energy. Got the crowd behind them. Very entertaining. Next up, we had a fatal four-way between Louis Perez, Flying Ryan Burke, Chase Arians, and Joshua Bishop. Louis Perez is on Twitter, at Perez Wrestler. Surprised that wasn't taken. That's a good handle, at Perez Wrestler. Uh, Ryan Burke is on Twitter, at Flying Ryan Burke. That's with no G in the flying. Flying Ryan Burke, just like it sounds. And then Chase Arians is on Twitter, at Bray McKenzie Pro. And Josh Bishop is on, at underscore J Bishop underscore. Perez is very unhinged and a little frightening. I mean, he just looks like he's got a few screws loose when he comes out to the ring. Uh, Burke comes out carrying his tag title and is happy to see the fans, who are happy to see him, as always. Uh, Chase is full of energy, making a return to the ring after some time away, but he's looking better than ever. And then finally, from the Dirty 330, Mr. Up for Anything, the King of the Seven Seas, the self-proclaimed Archduke of the DBI, Joshua Bishop. 
high energy and slapping hands with the kids as he gets into the ring. The match starts with competitors pairing off and exchanging blows. Burke then flies to the outside, taking out Perez and Bishop. Blows are exchanged by Burke and Arians, but interrupted by a double clothesline from Bishop. Louis Perez delivers a suplex to Chase and then tries to talk his way out of getting attacked by Bishop, which works for the time being. Louis and Bishop deliver a double suplex to Chase. Burke comes in and cleans house. Burke misses a huge top rope maneuver but rolls through it. And then Bishop and Burke exchange blows, but they're interrupted by Chase, who delivers a double drop kick. Bishop and Perez manage to get Chase up onto their shoulders while Burke flies through the air and delivers a devastating blow. Bishop delivers a devastating boot, clothesline, and stunner to Louis Perez. Burke flies through the air again to knock out Bishop. Perez slams Burke, but is interrupted by Chase, who manages, who manages to roll up Perez for the three-count pinfall. Everyone's favorite dapper dude. Wanted to take this time to remind everyone to follow OCW online on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Ohio Championship Wrestling, Twitter at OCW online, and Instagram, Ohio Championship Wrestling. Next up was the No DQ Trick or Treat match. This was very entertaining, funny and entertaining, and a great match. We had Derek Direction with Mr. D. He's on Twitter at Derek underscore Direction versus No Shame Jimmy Shane at Jimmy Shane on Twitter. Special guest referee Mikey D. Mikey D comes out, man. He just gets the crowd going. He's dancing around high energy. This guy was one of the most entertaining referees I've ever seen. Uh, Derek then comes out and is just obnoxious. He's got these ugly glasses, and I mean, the people just don't like him, and for good reason. The guy is just. Uh, Mr. D then clearly bribes the try well tries to bribe the referee with I think I swear it was candy but I don't think Mikey D takes it very seriously he tosses it out of the ring to some kids uh, then comes the longest reigning OCW Ohio Heritage Champion no shame Jimmy Shane Jimmy gets the crowd electrified with energy Derek is getting every boo in the building and as always the crowd is behind Jimmy Shane Jimmy tries to trick Derek into a, uh, a dance-off, but he's only slightly successful. Jimmy then reaches into one of the mystery candy pots and finds candy and gives it to the fans. Jimmy then delivers a slam and gets a two-count. Uh, Jimmy then unsheaths Silly String, which ends up all over Mr. D. Derek steals it and sprays some unfortunate fans. Derek then chokes, chokes Jimmy Shane on the ropes, followed by Mr. D reaching in and choking on him also, not once, but twice. Double knees to the face by Derek uh, gets a two count on Jimmy. Derek then retrieves a witch's hat from the candy jar, and the ref tells him he has to put it on. That's, that's, that's the rules, and Derek was dumb enough to believe him. He actually put the hat on. Uh, Derek obliges. Jimmy counters a move by Derek into a stunner, but his momentum is quickly squashed by a knee to the midsection. Derek goes for a pin, but only gets a one count. Spinning back elbow into a leg drop by, uh, by Derek to Jimmy. Derek goes for the pin, but only a two count. Derek whines to the referee, I swear, like an oversized infant. It was embarrassing. I mean, I, I would, a grown adult is what I'm assuming these guys are. I mean, it, was, it was ridiculous. Derek delivers a double axe handle from the second rope. Uh, Derek empties another candy pot, 
pours candy onto the mat, refusing to give it to the fans. Who does that? Who does that? Jimmy then counters a double axe handle with a giant blow to the gut. Jimmy then delivers blows, followed by my favorite move, the Bronco Buster. Jimmy then dons a mask from one of the candy pots, a uh, pretty scary skeleton mask that obviously was scary enough because it frightened uh, Derek and the referee. Jimmy then gets distracted by Mr. D and gets caught in a full Nelson. He starts fading quickly and is almost down for the count, but recovers and puts Derek up for an attitude adjustment onto the candy. The crowd loves that. Um, he, and he gets the pinfall. Uh, following the match, Derek confronts Jimmy, but Jimmy suplexes Derek onto the concrete. Shortly thereafter, Jimmy and special guest referee uh, Mikey D are joined by zombies. Dead serious. Zombies to perform the famous thriller dance. Uh, the zombies kind of carry the routine. Uh, Jimmy and Mikey D struggle to keep up. Uh, but the zombies then drag away Derek to the back. That was hilarious. Next up, you got Gino DiCapo and Grant Andrews with Laura Loveless. Uh, Grant is on Twitter, at that one kid Grant. Um, and they're up against uh, Chuck, the truck, Morris, and Jake Ely. That's the Elect Truck Company. Chuck's on Twitter, at the truck 59. And uh, Jake doesn't have a Twitter. Get a Twitter, Jake. Laura Loveless, by the way, who may or may not be involved in an OCW romance, but more on that later. Chuck and Jake are clearly the crowd favorites here. Chuck and Grant start things off. Uh, Chuck goes for the quick roll-up, but only gets a two count. Chuck delivers a big slam, tags in Jake, and they deliver a double electric elbow to Grant Andrews. Jake delivers shots, followed by an awesome hurricanrana. Jake then has his hair pulled by Gino, which costs him his momentum. Grant goes for the cover, but only gets a two count. Gino then puts Eli in three backbends on the ropes, including a cheap shot from Grant. Goes for the cover, but only two count. Grant then tags back in and teams with Gino for a move, followed by a cover that's interrupted by Chuck the Truck. You know, Laura Loveless, I have to say, is exactly that. She's yelling at kids throughout the match. That caught my eye, and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Anyways, Grant pulls on the hair of uh, Ely and then delivers a knee to the face and gets a two count when he goes for the pinfall. Grant applies a headlock, headlock to Ely. Jake comes back and delivers a headbutt and tags in Chuck Morris. Chuck delivers devastating blows to Grant, but Gino stops the momentum. Chuck regains control. Tags in Jake, who delivers a swanton bomb and gets the three count. The Electruck Company is victorious. After that, we're going into our main event preceding the uh, the Rumble. And this is a rivalry that's been building for quite a while, and you will soon find out it's not over. Agent Orange Juice Jennings, he's on Twitter, at Juice Jennings, versus Dark Star Matt Taylor, OCW champion Darkstar Matt Taylor, and he's on Twitter at DarkstarMT. Special enforcer for this match, Matt Fantone, who is on Twitter simply at Fantone, F-A-N-T-O-N-E. Now, the biggest turd in OCW, Juice Jennings, comes out to the ring, and I just want to let you guys know, there's rumors circulating on Twitter that Juice was, and still is, connected to the Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme of 2008. Now, I can't confirm or deny those accusations, 
but uh, the investigation by freedom-loving, justice-seeking journalists such as myself continues. Juice then takes the microphone and says something about, I don't know, advocating how we should stop the funding of a local orphanage for blind children or something. I don't remember exactly, but it was something along those lines. Thankfully, Matt Fantone gets the crowd to shut him up by chanting, please shut up, and it worked. Next up is the current rightful OCW champion, Dark, Dark Star Matt Taylor, who is greeted with thunderous applause. The match has started by Matt delivering a big boot to shut up Juice, thankfully. Juice then tries to slither away, but Taylor catches him and delivers a nasty boot to the face. Matt then slams Juice into the apron, sits him in a chair, and delivers a third boot to the face of Juice. Slams Juice's head into the apron, sits him in a chair, and delivers a fourth boot to the face. And these are, you know, these are devastating boots. Make no mistake, these are brutal boots to the face. Juice's head goes into the apron, but Juice gets in some cheap shots to the midsection and lots of elbows to the back of the head. But Juice then gets uh, Matt Taylor up onto the apron, and Juice tries to lift up Matt for a powerbomb, but Matt counters it and reverses it, sending Juice's back right onto that apron. Ooh, that was nasty. Matt goes uh, to the top, but Juice grabs the ref and uses him as a shield, like the coward he is. Juice then attacks Matt, and uh, uh, blows are exchanged, momentum bouncing back and forth. Juice then gets Matt into the corner, licks his own greasy, ugly hoof to deliver to Matt, but thankfully Matt ducks the blow and uh, throws Juice into the corner and delivers some chops. But Juice re regains control and delivers a running bulldog and gets a two-count. Juice then taunts Matt with the title, saying it will soon be his, Matt counters and throws Juice into the corner and delivers kick number five to the head. But Juice once again gets control and drops Matt onto the turnbuckle right on his back. Matt goes down and looks hurt badly. Juice covers and gets a two count. Matt struggles to his feet and reverses a move by Juice to neutralize the momentum. Both men take a few to get to their feet. Matt is fired up and delivers another blow to Juice's head. It was at this moment I realized why Juice says so many dumb things. It's all these blows to his ugly melon. Juice falls to the outside. Matt Taylor jumps to his feet, Shawn Michaels style, and flies to the outside tackling Juice. Matt gets Juice back into the ring, goes to the top rope, and connects with the crossbody and gets a really close pinfall cover. Two count. After that, he delivers some sweet chin music. And I knew at this point, this is over. This is over. But somehow, somehow, Juiced reached down into the sad, lonely abyss that is his existence and managed to kick out. It truly was a DBI miracle for the wrong guy. Matt lifts Juice for a fireman's carry, but Juice weasels out with some elbows and slams Matt in a German suplex pin, but only gets a two count. Juice then tries to suplex Matt from the corner turnbuckle. Matt punches out and delivers a headbutt, sending Juice to the mat. Matt waits for Juice to get to his feet, but Juice sidesteps and Matt Taylor hits the referee instead. Juice then slithers over and grabs the OCW title and cheap shots the champion. Juice calls for Fantone to count, as Fantone is the special enforcer. Fantone reluctantly climbs into the ring and counts one, two, but Matt kicks out. Juice and Fantone have a heated face-off in the ring about the count. 
Juice then shoves Fantone. Bad idea. Fantone shoves Juice, which sends him back on his misshapen butt. Matt Taylor recovers and delivers a springboard cutter to Juice and covers one, two, three. Matt Taylor is victorious. Matt Taylor holds up the uh, the Juice's expired sign <laughs> while laughing at Juice. He, uh, he takes the sign and sticks it in Juice's shorts. He's just laying there like a dead slug in the ring. Juice, when he finally comes to, doesn't notice at first, and then he ends up chasing his tail the way that a cat would, trying to get it out. That was fantastic. Congratulations to uh, Dark Star Matt Taylor on that one. And then finally, I guess it's like a double main event. This is this is also, you know, could be said as the main event, the DBI Rumble. First in is Flex Jordan of the Peaks of Perfection, accompanied by uh, Coach Nick Hahn, followed by everyone's favorite, No Shame Jimmy Shane. Jimmy starts off with the upper hand and delivers not one but two Bronco Busters. Next entrant, the other half of the Peak of Perfection, Brandon Fields. Of course, now it's a two-on-one. Uh, they team up on Jimmy Shane, delivering cheap shots and double moves. Next in, your OCW champion, Dark Star Matt Taylor, to save Jimmy, who just got done with the match, but he manages to come in early in this one. Then big dumb Coach Han gets in the ring, only to be speared by Jimmy Shane. That was dumb. Why would he get in the ring? Next entrant was uh, Mr. D, who I think it was supposed to be Derek, but... He sent in Mr. D, his manager, who was taken out instantly by Matt Taylor and Jimmy Shane. That might be a record for the shortest time lasted in a Rumble ever. Um, Matt is almost eliminated, but pulls another Shawn Michaels caliber feat of strength and pulls himself up into the ring using only his arms. That was impressive. Next entrant, Louis Perez, runs in and goes to work on Matt Taylor, but Jimmy quickly saves Matt. Matt and Jimmy currently controlling the momentum. Louis Perez and the Peak of Perfection are all cowering and injured. The next entrant, a uh, fan favorite, Philly Collins. P.O.P. try to eliminate Philly, but Philly holds his own and fends them off. Philly and Jimmy then have a momentary dance party before Jimmy notices Louis trying to eliminate Matt Taylor, and Jimmy saves him. Then Matt, Jimmy, and Philly have a little dance party. They are then joined by... Uh, Philly's tag partner, Marino, who's the next entrant, but, uh, but Peak of Perfection quickly stops the fun going to work on the PM experience, Philly and Marino. Uh, Peak of Perfection then eliminate Philly. The next entrant, Benjamin Boone, comes in and cleans house attacking everyone. Boone tries to eliminate Marino, but is unsuccessful. The next entrant, a monster of a man, Brian Ward, who comes in and delivers a devastating belly-to-belly -belly on Jimmy Shane and exchanges blows with Benjamin Boone. Jordan then accidentally eliminates his tag partner, Brandon Fields, by Marino dodging an attack. Marino then dropkicks Jordan to eliminate him. Next in, Grant Andrews, who storms the ring and then slides out like a coward to dodge the action. Boone eliminates Marino over the top rope. Boone eliminates Louis Perez shortly after, but turns around to find Jimmy and Matt Taylor waiting to kick his butt. There's now four in the ring. Jimmy Shane, Matt Taylor, Brian Ward, and Benjamin Boone. They're joined by the next entrant, the Space Invader, who is wearing all purple and a mask. Space Invader goes for a choke slam on Boone, who's about mm, three times his size. Long story short, it's reversed. 
Next entrant, Robbie Superstar, comes in hot and goes to work on Benjamin Boone in a big way. After their match they had earlier, Robbie was not happy. Robbie eliminates Benjamin Boone, but is attacked by Grant Andrews out of nowhere. Finally joining the action, Grant Andrews. The next entrant, Crosshairs Kelly, comes out looking angry and clears house, almost eliminating Robbie Superstar. Next entrant, Jake Ely, comes in hot and does some damage. Then out of nowhere, Space Invader slides in and delivers a choke slam to Grant Andrews. Space Invader and Jake Ely eliminate Grant Andrews. The next entrant, entrant, a student of Spinebuster University, Trent Riley, who is rumored to not be liked by many at Spinebuster U. Including Trent, there's now eight competitors in the ring. Uh, Trent, Jake Ely, Space Invader, Crosshairs Kelly, Robbie Superstar, Brian Ward, Jimmy Shane, and OCW champion Matt Taylor. The next entrant, the woman with no love for anyone, Laura Loveless, who is attacked by Trent Riley, but Laura returns the favor with a kick to the head that eliminates Trent Riley. Laura then goes after the OCW champion Matt Taylor, who, like a gentleman, refuses to fight her, along with Robbie and Jimmy. But uh, the next entrant is a very hot free agent known as Mr. Happy. Mr. Happy calls out Laura Loveless to dance with him. However, he selects a woman who's incapable of loving another. Uh, she rejects his offer and then attempts to spin kick Mr. Happy. Uh, he catches her foot and then pushes her into the ropes and eliminates her. But Mr. Happy jumps over the top rope after her. More on that young blossoming relationship later, though. The next entrant after that is Joshua Bishop. Uh, Crosshairs Kelly is then eliminated by Matt Taylor, followed by Matt Taylor eliminating uh, Joshua Bishop. Matt Taylor continues his hot streak and eliminates Brian Ward. Five competitors are now in the ring. You've got Matt Taylor, Jimmy Shane, Robbie Starr, Jake Ely, and Space Invader? Somehow? Still? I guess? Next, we hear the music of the snake of OCW, Expired Juice Jennings. Matt Taylor quickly directs his attention to the curtain, awaiting the arrival of Juice. But Juice slithers into the ring behind him and eliminates Matt Taylor over the top. But while Juice is celebrating, Matt gets back in the ring and tosses Juice over the top. Matt and Juice then spill into the crowd and continue fighting into the backstage. The next entrant, Chuck the Truck Morris. Chuck runs in and clears house on everyone except his tag partner, Jake Ely. Chuck and Jake try to eliminate Robbie, but Robbie fends them off and gets back in the ring safely. Next entrant, you got Gino DiCapo. Jimmy and Robbie eliminate Chuck the Truck. Followed by eliminating Gino DiCapo. Back-to-back -back eliminations for Robbie and Jimmy. Four currently in the ring now. You've got Robbie, Jake Ely, Jimmy Shane, and Space Invader. Yeah, Space Invader's actually still in this thing. Uh, the next entrant, <laughs> Tanu the African Savage, who quickly and easily clears house. I mean, just comes in and starts dominating. Uh, he eliminates the Space Invader. Then he eliminates Jake Ely, powerbombing him to the outside. Luckily, there happened to be a few uh, eliminated combatants that were still outside that kind of broke the fall somewhat, uh, luckily for Jake Ely. Next entrant, Chase Arians. Now you've got four left now. You've got Robbie, Jimmy, Tanu, and Chase Arians. Tanu catches uh, Chase's attempt at a crossbody and slams him to the mat hard. Tanu dominates the match for several minutes, keeping everyone down. 
The next entry, you've got Flying Ryan Burke is quickly put down by Tanu. Tanu then eliminates Chase Arians and Flying Ryan Burke. Only three remain. Jimmy, Robbie, who are going to town on Tanu as best they can. They're joined by the final entrant, Derek Direction, who tries to get Tanu to team up with him, but uh, Tanu quickly turns on him. Robbie and Jimmy throw Derek over the top rope. Tanu then delivers a double clothesline to Jimmy and Robbie. Tanu then delivers a series of body splashes to Robbie and Jimmy, who are in opposing corners. Tanu then eliminates Jimmy Shane, and Robbie is left one-on-one -on -one with what appears to be an unstoppable force. Tanu tries to throw Robbie over the top rope, but Robbie clings to that rope and then pulls Tanu over, sending Tanu to the floor, and Robbie Superstar wins the DBI-6. The crowd explodes. It was amazing. Uh, guys came out. They gave him the trophy. The streamers were flying into the ring. It was awesome to be there for that. There's pictures up you know, that you can find on, on, uh, on my Twitter, on the OCW Twitter. It was, just, I mean, it was an amazing experience. Um, now that brings us to the rumors. I asked uh, Laura Loveless on Twitter if her and Mr. Happy are going steady, and her reply was, and I quote, no, 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 and in capital letters, no, 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 and then some exclamation points. Clearly it's anyone's guess where things stand right now with Laura and Mr. Happy, but be sure to follow at OCW Review for the latest breaking news from OCW or tweet the Loveless one herself and ask her at Laura underscore Loveless. Now, if you missed the event and you want to check it out yourself, head on over to thrushproductions.pivotshare.com. That's thrush, T-H-R-U-S-H, productions.pivotshare, P-I-V-O-T, share.com. And there's different options you can do. You can uh, you can buy just this event. You can subscribe. That's what I would do. And then you can see you know all the OCW events because th this really was an amazing event. I had a great time. And if you're missing OCW events and you're not going to them, you are missing out. I I have an amazing time every time I go. Coming up, we've got the fight for the levy on November fourth. The Bash at the Babe 2, the Thanksgiving special on November 11th, and a very buzzbin Christmas on December 2nd. Head on over to the uh, OCW Facebook page for more information for the, uh, for the times and how to get tickets. That's going to do it for this episode of the OCW Review. I want to give a special thanks to the entire OCW roster and staff. Um, if I were to list the people that I want to thank, it would be pointless because I'd just be listing the entire roster and the entire staff. I want to thank all you guys. Um, big thanks to you guys. Keep up the good work, and we will see you next time.